This is an episode of Difficult? Yes. Impossible? No. Series of Power Up Your Team podcast with host Martina Kuhlmeier, where business owners share stories of how they conquered a big challenge associated with creating successful teams and ecosystems. Today's guest is Cheryl Mucha. Cheryl spent 25 years in public and private accounting. She held CFO positions in real estate investment firms and founded CFO Your Way in 2012. The company offers outsourced CFO services to businesses who need expert bookkeeping and controller services. She and her team guide clients towards sustainable growth and profitability. Thank you, Cheryl, for being on the podcast. I'm really excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Martina, for having me. I'm, I'm excited to see where this conversation goes. Yeah, we never know, right? So, <laughs> why don't we, so why don't we start off and you share a little bit about yourself and your business? Okay, so my business is CFO Your Way. I started the business 10 years ago, um, and we create pathways to profitability for family-owned businesses. So a business that is struggling to get their arms around their finances because typically the business owner is wearing that hat in addition to all the other hats that he or she is wearing. And we can take that off their plate and educate them and really get them to know their numbers and use them to make business decisions. Really cool. Yeah, I, I imagine you are taking a, a lot of burden off their shoulders, right? There are so many oh, the business owner has to do. Absolutely. And the stress around finances really takes a toll on business owners and they don't realize it because yeah. it's, it's another thing that they know they have to do to be effective in their business. Yeah. And I imagine it must feel so good when they realize how much help your services are in terms of getting insights into their financing and just moving the bookkeeping out of the way. Absolutely. And that's the, the foundation of everything business is knowing your numbers. Yeah, I agree with that. So I hear you do have built over the years a small team, right? Yes. Cool. And so I'm curious, do you have a challenge pertaining to building a team and growing a team that you overcame as a business owner that you can share with our listeners? Absolutely. So I've always operated under the premise of hire first and the work will come. So I've always, I'm, I'm always on the lookout for talent, always looking for that next hire, even if as a firm, we don't have work to, to fulfill that schedule full time, because I believe there's a period of training and acclimation. And we all know in this market that it's hard to find talent. So it, that that lead time to finding the person, the right fit person, culture, experience, talent, everything all together, it takes time. And I am super, super picky about who I allow on the team because of the work we do. Um, yeah, so I've always I've always started the search and hired well before there was the actual need within the firm. Yeah, that is such a great insight. You know, finding the right fit takes time. And then having the courage to hire 
before the business is there on your end and trust that it will come the moment you are ready. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of trust there, but I, I, I don't know. I've just always felt it in my bones that I had to be ready. You know, the worst position to be in is for a potential client to come to you with a need that you know you can perform, you know you can you can help them and make their lives easier, but you don't have the person to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, if you have this, the person in place, you can make the offer with so much more passion and confidence because you know you're ready. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And that will come across, right? Because uh, this energy that you then bring to the deal is, is received on the other end and they are more likely to say yes. Exactly. And it's funny because when I'm talking to a prospect and hearing you know, their pains, their struggles, what they're going through, their wants, um, I already have the vision in my head of the CFO Your Way team member that will fit that that situation because it's not just it's not just about skill, it's about personality, it's about it's about so many other things that that the person on the other side of the call for me doesn't even realize are going into that decision on my end. Yeah. Yeah, really cool. So you said earlier that you are very picky uh, with selecting team members that you let on your team. So what are you looking for? Obviously, they need to know bookkeeping. That's I, I can imagine that, right? But above and beyond that, what, what are you scouting out for? So for a bookkeeper, um, it's having real-life small business experience. So um, bookkeepers I have on staff now have run their own businesses. So they know it's not just about the accounting, the bookkeeping, it's all the other parts and pieces of the business that flow through the bookkeeping, throw, flow through the numbers. And they have that, that high bird's eye view. It's not just putting numbers in a bucket. It's understanding why that number is in that bucket. Yeah, and so they can put themselves in the shoe of their clients, it sounds Exactly, exactly. And, you know, there's so many bookkeepers out there that don't have that perspective. Yeah. And then when it comes time for the owner or the CPA firm or whoever, the bank who's looking at those numbers, they don't tell the true story of the business. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Like, to the, the outside world, when they look at your balance sheet and P&L, they want to know the story of your business. They're not just numbers on a page. Yeah. So it's more than running numbers. It's really helping the clients to see the story in their business. Exactly. Yeah, because there's so much. I mean, everything converts to a dollar figure. At the end of the day, yes. At the end of the day. Right? Yes. Whether it's. You know, if it's an inefficiency that can be made, you know, a, come up with a better process. At the end of the day, that's money. Yes. Because it's time. And what's time? Time is money. Yes. And I we never have it. enough of it, right? That's right. And I can relate to that because I spent a good chunk of my career finding that money <laughs> in the actions and decisions of very large businesses. And then it's quite a few uh 
pieces of analysis that need to come together. But I can imagine when you are helping your clients see these storylines in how decisions affect the bottom line and how actions they are taking or not taking affect the right. bottom line, that is so much more value add than just giving them uh, the end of month spreadsheet. Right, right, right. And you say inaction. Like yeah. action versus inaction. Like inaction... I mean, I guess in some cases it's a good thing, um, but most of the time it's not. Yes. If something comes to light, there's there's got to be a better way, a solution, whatever. But if you're not looking at the numbers, if you're not understanding the numbers, and a lot of what we do is educating the business owner, right? Yeah. Um, if you're not understanding it, there's, you know, yeah. there's profit left on the table. Definitely. So what I also hear then uh, that another criteria for for your team is really they have to have a certain amount of experience. Absolutely. Right. So someone coming just from college or school or just having one year at a humongous company filling in spreadsheets wouldn't be the right fit. Correct. Yeah, there's that real life day to day feeling the pulse of the company. Mm-hmm. is needed. And even if, you know, we talk about the higher level, the CFO, like the CFOs on my team are CPAs. I want them to have that tax experience, that audit experience, that it's a totally different perspective than a bookkeeper. Yeah. So above and beyond the experience, how do you manage your team to make sure they are they are feeling the bonding, the 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 collaboration and the belonging to a team. Do you guys all work in one office or are you remotely? How do you deal how are you dealing with that? So we are a remote team and and have been since the beginning of CFO Your Way. Um, we do have lots of opportunity to collaborate and be together, whether it's here at my home office or it's at a client site. Um, but I also make sure that we connect more on a personal level. Like we have biweekly team meetings, which are critical for us to just have those, hey, how are you doing? How was your week? What What are you doing this weekend with your family? Um, and just to have those I don't like to use it, the word intimate, but they're intimate moments. Yeah. And it's a it's a connection and a a sense of wholeness as a team. Yeah, it's a personal connection. Yeah. That that need to exist so that they can work and collaborate as one team. At the end of the day, they're all one team. Yes. And that's why the team is all here in New Jersey. I I don't I don't hire outside of the state because I want that ability to have events have a holiday event, have a, you know, I do a lot of networking. If there's opportunity for me to bring even one team member to the networking event so that they can experience the other side of the business and interact with other people in addition to me. Yeah. That is so interesting. So it's remote, but not far away. Right. It's, it's like remote within the village. (laughs) Right. It's I think so. This is so interesting. I think this is a a great compromise because uh, 
so many companies have their employees all over the planet. Right. And then the option of uh, let's get together for an after hour drink or for a face to face meeting is always associated with a lot of cost and a lot of planning. Right. And then it falls through the cracks. And so I think you actually have found a cool compromise to afford your team the convenience of working from home, but still having the mechanisms in place to relatively easily bring them together face to face. So they have the yes. benefit of an office environment. Yes, absolutely. And and we can meet here. I have um, access to you know, shared office space where we can meet. And uh, yeah, it works. It works out really well. That is really, really cool. Now, how I'm just curious, how do you, are you organized and around a backup system? So when you have your um, staff and your accountants work with the client one-to-one and they have deep expertise in the client's business, that's a whole idea, right? Uh-huh. Let's assume this person goes on vacation or gets sick how do you have that team organized around the backup system? So I arrange every client engagement using a two-team approach. So even if the client has just engaged us for bookkeeping or CFO-level services, there's always someone else on the team that is on top of and familiar with that client situation. What's going on? introductions to the the client and the key personnel within the client. And they have access to that CFO your way team throughout the entire engagement. So like you said, someone goes on vacation, you know, Steve doesn't, Steve is out on vacation. They can contact me or Lorraine or someone else on the team to answer their questions. I never want a client to feel like, they're not being tended to. They they don't have that attention because sometimes it's an easy, it's causing stress in the business owner's life, but it's an easy response or, or take, you know, 10 minutes out of our day to give them that comfort that they need. And uh, I never want a client to feel like they don't have access to us. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's a great system. It, it's really worth the upfront work to train to people and, and share knowledge mm-hmm. within your team so that you're always prepared and the client feels supported. Yes. And, yeah. you know, people take other jobs. People retire. People, you know, move on, move out of move out of New Jersey. Right. I had that one, too. Moved across the country. Um and the, the transition period or the transition within CFO your way, the client doesn't even really know what's happening other than now there's a new person that they need to contact, but there's there's 100% continuity. Yeah, and that's a great point, I think. The fact is that people will be leaving right. a business. That's just a matter of life for whatever reason, right? Right. And it, uh, and if you are lucky, that only happens once in a blue moon, but it happens. Right. And so it's it's then very good to be prepared and have this system of redundancy within your business so that you can quickly, quickly adjust. Right. Yeah. And even as, you know, a business, if a business owner hires an internal staff, they're going to have the same struggle because, again, people are going to leave. People are going to move. People, people are going to just move on and to Fill that that empty seat in the interim, and then not have 
not have a transition plan because the person is gone and you bring someone new in. Um, we just we just take all that off the table. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That is really really great. I mean, so many business owners struggle with the question when to hire, right? And and then when you are cutting it too thin, right? If you are too focused on uh, not spending too much money, right? Having everybody be super efficient, you can leave a lot on the table in terms of client experience. And a lot of business owners don't realize how expensive it is when someone leaves and you need to to not only search, maybe pay a recruiting fee and train up the new person. Um, turnover is expensive. Yeah, definitely. So it seems you have you have a really, really great team that also sticks around unless they move cross country. So <laughs> what if you reflect on yourself as a, as a leader and a CEO of your business, what do you think makes the key difference in creating that environment where your team serves the client well and they're actually with you, support each other, support you and are sticking around? I think it's in the um it comes out in the in the search before the hire and the the questions that I ask and the time I take in that interview process to really get to know the candidate. I mean, skill is one thing, but personality and and interaction is another thing. Um but I'm fortunate in that the team loves what they do. It's it's every day is unique. You never know what's gonna come in your inbox or when your phone's gonna ring, what's gonna be on the other end of that phone call. <laughs> and it's I mean, it that's part of the excitement and the love for what we do because we're helping people, we're answering their questions, we're there for them, we're their their support, we're their rock. Yeah. And and there, you know, the entire team is of that help first mentality. Yeah, the help first mentality. Okay, yep. so that's Stop what you're thing. doing and help. Yeah, what you're looking for. You you're looking for mm-hmm. people who genuinely enjoy helping their clients. Yep. And yeah. take joy out of this. Yeah. The client succeeds, we succeed. Yeah. Very, very cool. Well, thank you for sharing your perspectives. There, there are a few great nuggets in there for small business owners who want to build a bigger, stronger, more resilient team. So thank you for sharing. I always ask my guests at the end of the show if they want to share their contact information in case our listeners would like to get in touch. Oh, absolutely. So my website is cfoyourway.com. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, my personal page is Cheryl with a C, C H E R Y L. My last name is Mucha, M as in Mary, U C H A. And I also have a CFO Your Way business page on LinkedIn. Um, you can check out our podcast, which is Pathways to Profitability.com, where we talk about the entrepreneur's journey within their business, what what the impetus was for them to become an entrepreneur, what struggles they overcame, who was their their mentor or or the one that they leaned on when they started their business. And there's some great stories um, 
that that have come out in those those podcast episodes. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm out there. Google me, you'll find me. <laughs> yeah, that sounds exciting, and uh, I bet the the podcast is something that uh, listeners should should check out as well. It's very interesting. Yeah. Very good. Thank you so much, Sherry. It was a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Martina. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for listening to Power Up Your Team podcast. Leave a review about this episode and share it with other women business owners. Show notes can be found online at powerupyourteam.com.